Hi, y'all. Julie here. We're doing something a bit different this episode. Buckle your seatbelts and get ready for what now? What now is usually a bonus for our Patreon supporters, but we love it so much we wanted to share it with everyone. Long story short, there's a board game called Personal Preference that Allison and I love very much. We take cards from the game as conversation prompts and set a timer for seven minutes and then let it fly. This one is extra great because we recorded three conversations back to back. If you like what you hear, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast. We've got other bonus content available too. Check it out. And thanks for listening. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm good. Allison, how are you? You know, I'm fine. I'm stretching. I've got tea. I've got water. I've got no edibles because apparently weed can interfere with anesthesia. Oh, no. I know. So they're they're putting me all the way undie. And um, so I'm off. So I'm off of the weeds. Yeah. I'm not. I'm well, not going to be though. taking the pot uh, until <laughs> next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right now is what now? What now? What okay. now? All right. Now? Um, let's do this. Let's talk okay. about a random thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What topic are we doing? Or what box? Potpourri. Ooh, I love a potpourri <gasps> day. I have a real question for you. Do yeah. you actually like potpourri? Uh, like, <laughs> do we want to do what now potpourri? No, I want to do a, it it did, but I want like a mini, like a mini what now? I'm just curious. Like, do you, do you have like a drawer sachet anywhere? Do you have like a lavender sachet? No, not really. I do have a lavender sachet at my desk at work, but not, you're not. There was one time where I almost ate some potpourri because it looked like candy. So (laughs) kind of a hater. (laughs) Okay. I, uh, um, am not a hater. But uh, that just made me think about the time that that Tom got weed to Chicago before weed was legal by putting it in a bag of granola, mm-hmm. and then and then I ate the granola. <laughs> oh, it tasted bad, yo. Um, I was like, <laughs> okay, but real potpourri. Okay, pick of the card. Are you ready for this? All right, I got to get my timer set up. Today's issue thing that we are discussing for what now is (laughs) sharks. Oh my God. I'm going to start the timer at seven minutes. Let's go. Let's talk sharks, Allison. I love sharks. I feel like I shouldn't start because I might never stop. So let's start with you. No, tell me your thoughts on sharks. I think they're fucking cool. Sharks are so cool. They're They're pretty terrifying, but. I'm never going to be near one. So I'm yeah, like, whatever. The They're like, they are terrifying, but they shouldn't be because generally job. sharks just aren't really fucking interested in people. We've had like, l- listen, I love Jaws. It is a perfect movie. I do love that movie. I love that movie. But Jaws has a lot to answer for because sharks, for the most part, very disinterested in people. Obviously, there is a documented history of shark attacks um sharks have have bitten people right but when you think about the number of people who go in the fucking ocean and just wave their legs around 
Just and like don't look get at these bitten snacks. by sharks. I've got it's, these two snacks. It's a lot of people that lot. don't get bitten by sharks. It's a lot. So like, should you go play in the ocean when you can see a fucking great white shark right there? And also you have an open wound or you're menstruating? Probably not. Maybe but, not. Like in general, sharks are not going to fuck with you. Um, okay. Let me unload. First of all, I <laughs> spent a lot of time being obsessed um, because of a play I directed with the first documented shark attacks in North America, um, which took place off the coast of New Jersey and then also inland um, uh, in like a little sw- a swimming hole. Um, and our friend Dan Caffrey wrote a really beautiful play called Madawan about those shark attacks. And then I somehow convinced him that the shark needed to be a character and he was very hesitant but we were workshopping it and I said just let me do it for a week we're just we're just developing we're just gonna play I just want somebody to be the shark and I think it should be Susan his wife because that way if you don't like it and it doesn't become a character she's not gonna have hurt feelings and we'll find another part for Susan and he said okay and after the first day of us playing with he came back with three pages of monologues for sharks for the shark yes um it was uh so cool and so amazing and it was such a rewarding and fulfilling experience um and if you ever get a chance to see that play um dan is um like making it work as a playwright he that's awesome work and he's pretty successful so that play will get produced in other places go see it it is queer it is weird it is fun i had the best time working on it that is thing one thing two we have already established jaws is a perfect movie because jaws is a perfect movie I love that movie. Opening, iconic. The opening all by itself is iconic. That score, John Williams, was he ever better? I would contend no. I know the Star Wars themes are great. He has written a lot of great music, indie theme. Also Jaws great, is better, dude. Jaws is perfect. That done forever. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. It's right up there with like a psycho. Sing, 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 mm-hmm. sing. In terms of effectiveness. Um, it's like, sing, 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 sing. And dunna, dunna, and and I know that. <laughs> JK. Um uh okay. So the thing that I really love about Jaws though, the opening iconic, the mayor sucks. There are gonna be stories about the mayor from Jaws every time there's like a big thing that we need to take seriously that we're not taking seriously in the name of capitalism. There will always be a you're the mayor from Jaws story that comes out, and I will read every one of them. Um <laughs> But really, also in that movie, if I may, my favorite thing about it, I, well, Robert you're thinking, Shaw. Yeah, Robert you're about Shaw. to say my favorite Fucking thing. A. That once they're on the woof. boat, at once it's it's Dreyfus and Scheider and Shaw on the boat. That is a fucking like that's really the movie. That's where the movie. Yeah, because then it's like a little tiny play on an ocean. Yes you know Mm -hmm. and like we get the iconic like whoa my eyes are really big because the shark is so huge and we get like young curmudgeon dreyfus but he's kind of hot and then like you you ladies of spain man that monologue Mm. is Mm. so good i was so obsessed with that monologue the first time i saw this movie that i went and did research on that ship the indianapolis that shit is real that happened and it's See, that's the tiny 0.2% terror of shark right there, right? Like, you are you didn't cause this. It just happened to you. And you just happened to shipwreck in a place where sharks eat. Like, that's that's the bag, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, it's that bag sucks. 
One of the <laughs> 900 million books that I read when I was working on Madawan, which I think maybe was called Deep Blue. I don't remember. I read a whole bunch of them. So apologies. I read 9 million shark books, but one of them had this really incredible description that I think about all the time, which is that when you walk into a forest, like a wild forest, not some nice trees in a nice setting where there are lots of paths and everything is well lit, but like if you walk into a real forest, no one would go into a, a real forest in bare feet and like a, a teeny tiny- Nude, nearly like, nude. Right? With like <laughs> nothing to defend themselves. No one would do that. And the ocean is basically a forest, but it's upside down, right? Like mm-hmm. what you're walking into is a forest that goes that way. It's an aural medium. I'm pointing down. Um, <laughs> and no matter how far you go into it, there are hazards just like there would be in the forest. And it, it can also still be incredible and like awe-inspiring and peaceful and relaxing and like all of the things that you get from communing with nature. But you're in a vulnerable you position. Go, you wouldn't go totally unprepared. Yeah, you're um, a, as a swimmer in the ocean, you are already vulnerable. And I'm not advocating that you go into the ocean wearing hiking boots. Like that's not what I'm at. Obviously, that's not what we're saying. That's a, that would be a very stupid way to die. But <laughs> thinking of it like, yeah, I'm get, I, I recognize this is the only way I can have this experience, but I'm going to be aware of my surroundings because I'm walking into an upside down forest. And know that I am a guest here. Oh, yes. Absolutely. This is not my world. This is not my house. This no. is Jaws' house. This is Charles' house. It's Bruce's house. Yes. So come on. Yeah. Just have some damn respect and also yeah. see how badass sharks, sharks are because they are. Oh, I heard Timer. the alarm go up. I don't want it to be done. I'm ah! sorry. That was a really good one. So we'll keep that one all together. So now thanks. I want Now I want to do a redacted of Jaws, which I can't because Jaws is a perfect movie, but maybe sometime I'll just say fuck it and do one anyway because now I just want you to do that monologue. Oh my God. If I ever got to do that fucking monologue, I would, oh, that would be the best. That, if I can A. That monologue is maybe my favorite monologue in cinema. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Listen, I um like to joke about how Julie Starbert is my muse, but guys, Julie Starbert is actually my muse. And every once in a while, I'll be like, I've got just the thing. For example, Dude, I love that monologue. It's just knowing, it's just knowing where you got to bring that Julie Starbert intensity, and like point it in the right direction, and then you just let her go and she does her thing. One example, we did a redacted of Ghost where I was like, where am I going to cast Julie? Where am I going to cast Julie? Then I know, right? That was so fun. That was such a fun one. We were doing a league of their own and I was like, oh my God, who's going to play? Who's going to play? Who's going to play Tom Hanks? Who's going to play Tom? There's no crying in bed. Julie, it's obviously Julie. It's got to be Julie. Um, This is one of those moments. Now I just want to like, I want to have somebody will play the shark, obviously, right? We'll get I, I'm imagining Kellen as the mayor. Well, no, Rob has to be the mayor, obviously. And now Rob we've is the mayor. Nobody would care about but us. But still, maybe someday I'll convince them to let me do Jaws. They let me do Speed. Speed is also a perfect movie. In fact, exact same formula because I cast someone as the bus. Yeah. And since Gotti played the bus in Speed, should she not play the shark? I don't know. Different energy. Different energy. Because the the bus was all about like, angel from valkyrie yeah like a valkyrie i have defied the laws of whereas i think 
the shark would be like, I'm so hungry. Like he's playing Warhammer and he's got the munchies. And he's like, let me go find some. They're just a little goofy. Just a little goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry, hungry hippos. Anyway. All right. That was a good one. Okay. Let's do another one. Yeah, oh, but we're we gonna we're gonna we're gonna separate them out, right? We're yeah, I that's okay. but I do that in I do that in post. All right. Or maybe not. Maybe this is like the starter drug, and we release all three as a real episode, and then people know what they're in for. And they could be like, Yes, I do want to support you on Patreon at patreon.com slash podlenderdrugcast. It was fucking smooth. All right. We'll see. Well, it's gonna depend how good the second one is. I do like, like now a palooza as an idea. So this could work. So I'm going to, let's see, sharks, what would be like our holy trinity? Sharks for me, perfumes for you. And then as a third one, it would be like. A food, some kind of food. I was about to say baloney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfumes. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Let's see what the second one is. Okay. Do here. Point of order. Yes. Once we commit to a what now palooza, do we stay with the same theme? It's the I same think box. so. I think okay. fate has destined this because I had the temerity to try to do a mini potpourri what now at the beginning of our what now. So we're doing a potpourri of what nows from the potpourri what Potpourri now. box. Oh my yes. God. It's stacks on stacks on stacks. It's turtles all the way down. It is turtles all the way. It's apparently beets all the way down. That's what I heard about your dinner yesterday. Oh my God. It was so good. Anyway. Okay. Oh, holy shit. Let me get my timer ready. This is maybe the hardest. You know, like when somebody says they go hard, this might be personal preference going the hardest. Okay. Are you ready? Here I'm we go. so excited. Our theme for our second what now in what now a palooza today is immortality. Oh my God. I'm going to hit start on seven minutes right now. All right, immortality. Um, I think Irene Cara said it best when she said, fame. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live, live forever. forever. That was the first thing that came to me. Um, that would be terrible. It would be the but worst. I have learned I'm totally in agreement with you. Anything. I want to die. I, yeah, I mean, oh, for sure. If I've learned anything from what we do in the shadows, it's that living that long just makes you a fucking mess. You're a nutcase. Bored, boring, boring. You lose your social skills entirely. You see all the same shit happen over and over and over again. Like, no, no. I feel like I'm going to try to just think of reasons that I would actually want to live. I don't, I wouldn't want to live forever. But like, if I could choose when to check out after an extended period, maybe because I'm always going to have more books I want to read. Mm-hmm. Right. And also more foods I want to eat. Yes. But more places I want to travel. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, more dicks I want to suck. I don't know. <laughs> um, not really. I, um, I still think, no, I think it's bad. I think every time you look at a story, because obviously fiction is real, when you look at a story about somebody who lives past um, a a normie age in a supernatural way, um, that's never a positive experience. No. There's never been like, God, I'm really glad I'm 600 years old, the book. The one, the one was in 
the Sandman series with that guy who makes the bet with him, right? Yeah. And then lives his fucking immortality to the goddamn fullest. I think and he it's always would be... like every time they meet, he's like, no, I'm cool. I'll keep going. Cause he figured out it's a game. He figured out how to game life. Yeah. I think the key would be that you had to take it sleazy. You know what Hell I mean? Yeah. Yes. You Not had to rush. take it sleazy. And also do everything you can to avoid putting yourself in a situation that those are the, these are the three things that if somehow we are offered immortal life, Julie, these would be my, my three Turning recommendations. It down. Turning it down. Thumbs down all the way from me. Th- thumbs down. What I'm saying is, is that my radiator? God, what a weird noise. Also, Michigan, the dog is working outside right now. It's fine. It's Don't want to waste these precious seven minutes because we are unlimited time, just like life. Um, <laughs> I would say, one, you would have to have an out. It couldn't be that yes. the deal is you live forever and ever and ever and ever. This is not an Irene Cara situation. This is a, you live as long as you want to, and then you can be like, deuces, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's one. You would need to have an out. Two. You would need to take it sleazy and that realizing in this case, it is literally a marathon and not a sprint. Like mm-hmm. savor every meal, plan your vacations long-term, live a relatively mm-hmm. normal life. And when you start to feel itchy or antsy or something, then change it up and go do a thing and take as long as you want doing that thing. Like do, uh, so Also find it, uh, four things. You would need a very good financial planner. Yes, That's you would. Really, and you're really going to need good. a way to get around ids through time yes totally Um, and that's good it increasingly more difficult to do but the most important thing would be you would need to make sure that you never wound up in a situation where you were in incredible pain or discomfort and could not take your out like imagine that your out was like a little button that you had to push you Mm -hmm. would need to make sure that you either had that button with you at all times or you just never went spelunking you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, you're not going into a cave, maybe. No. At a certain no, point. No situation where you're like, oh God, now I'm stuck. Cause that's like that's fairy tale 101. You mm-hmm. gotta think through all of the possible repercussions. I you think that the first time I ever really deeply thought about it was when it clicked for me that Groundhog Day took like 400 years. You know what I mean? Like when you think about all the things that he mastered having the same day over and over and over again, you know, it adds up to something like 350 years of living that same day. And when that fucking blew my mind up when I was like, I don't know, it wasn't right when it first came out when I was a kid, but it was upon a subsequent subsequent viewing. So I was probably like 12 when I thought Mm -hmm. of that deeply. It's like when I watched Dirty Dancing as an adult and realized it's about abortion. (laughs) (laughs) mind blown totally blown um i uh really love this episode of legends of tomorrow that someday i will get you not the whole show i know you're never gonna watch Mm -hmm. the whole show but i'll get you to watch this episode with me because it is um it's called uh here we go again um and the reason for that is that it opens with a really solid abba joke but it's a time loop episode where uh, the spaceship keeps blowing up. And every time the spaceship blows up, this one character who knows what's going on starts the loop all over again. And at a certain point, she figures out how to communicate to someone else what's happening. And he says, great, next time you blow up, just come up to me and say Groundhog Day. She says, okay. And the next time she walks up to him and she goes, Hedgehog Day. And he goes, what? 
and then gradually figures it out. And his first advice is to make sure to not skip the fun montage, which is, I guess, what we're talking about, right? Yes. You can't skip. You have to do the stupid things. You can't just be like, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to take the next 15 rotations and master the violin. It's got to be like a little violin here, a little, I'm going to go to Belize. I'm going to do mm-hmm. this thing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to a little of this and a little of this. And then you obviously have to have an out. Mm-hmm. Loop would be bad though. Loop is worse than longevity. Like yes. If I have to choose the same day over and over and over again versus- can you- can you imagine yeah. actively running into Ned Ryerson every morning of your life? <laughs> like it is infuriating. That guy yeah. is very annoying. And just knowing every morning you wake up and hear Sonny and Cher that you're going to have to run into that asshole again. Oh, yeah. I mean, even a really good day, there would still be like, you have the same things in the fridge every day. Mm-hmm. Or like, imagine shaving your legs every morning which obviously we would not do because we're not gonna do that that's a stupid waste of time but just imagine that like you knew imagine you were going to the beach every day and for whatever reason you just wanted to make sure that those that those stems were glistening yeah and then you woke up the next morning and you had to shave your fucking legs again every day can you imagine no no uh so i think the point that we've arrived at is no, thank you. No, thanks. That's a good one. All right. What now? Immortality. And our thesis. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the third draw from the potpourri box in this potpourri episode of What Now a Palooza? Yes, but point of order. Yes. Since we're doing three in a row and we're committed to this now, is the third one... <laughs> If the third one is a total whiff, are we going to call a mulligan or are we going to, are we committing to whatever comes out of the box right now? What's in the box, Julie? What's in the box? I haven't even looked at it yet, but I definitely will tell you it is one of the cards we made. Those Never first mind two, that it's going to be fine. Those first two were cards from personal preference, just like randomly drawing. This one I reached down and pulled up and it's, I can feel index right. card. And it's a moot point because we're not going to fail us. Okay, here we go. I love this shit. I love random shit. Okay. The third and final what now theme in this what now a palooza from the potpourri of potpourri of what now box is Dilbert. (laughs) Timer starting now. Okay, that guy turned out to be a real dick. A real Dilbert. He's a real Dilbert. (laughs) Um... no okay i don't really have a relationship with the whole dilbert thing but i will say that i can see a way to take this into a much larger theme oh which is take us in the 90s when dilbert was hugely popular it kind of ushered in this time period of like making jokes about office culture so you've got like fucking you know, the one with Jennifer Aniston and um, the Mike Judge movie, Office, Office space. space, like that, that kind of time. Case of the Mondays. Yeah. Right. And then that character more- actor, Stephen Root, does not, he does not want you to use a stapler. Burn, burn down, burn down the building. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I love that movie. But then that turned into a whole other thing once we got The Office and then it became like Parks and Rec. So it kind of started this whole, I mean, workplace comedies have always been around, right? Yes. But the kind of nihilistic office work idea thing, I think is a little bit different. Like now well, Severance, obviously. Yes. Or, you know, like it kind of grew into that. I think it's, that's one of the connective threads, threads of connective tissue, right? But this would mm-hmm. also be like Brazil, mm-hmm. like yes. the sort of dystopian yes. corporate nightmare shit of the 70s and 80s. Yes. Um, My initial thought in terms of, because you're right, it's definitely like workplace culture, man. It's funny, which is true, yeah. but also, uh. you know, um, is I, I haven't I haven't read a ton of Dilbert, but um it's it's boring. My impression is that you could just take all of Dilbert and then usher it out the door and instead just read that one far side comic that was the Midvale School for the Gifted with the guy pushing on the clothes. On the, the pool open. door. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that really that's classic. That's really just like mwah, perfect. No notes. In fact. If I was to get a tattoo, it might be that kid pushing on that door. You know what, Julie? If you ever want to get love that a matching script. fucking tattoo with someone, <laughs> no, we could get we could commission someone to draw the two of us pushing on a pull door. Or when we get our professional headshots finally taken, we can say that's one of the shots. Oh my god, that should be one of the shots. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. Midvale School for the Gifted Bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess it's do you have that this any... guy turned into a dill hole, but who cares? Do you have any, um, like, newspaper comic strips that you have a lot of fondness for? Yes. Uh, well, there's kind of a newer, well, of course, fucking Calvin and Hobbes is the OG yes. classic. The Far Side, I love, like... The, as Ooh, have you mentioned. ever seen the fucking David Diggs and Raphael Casal doing Calvin and Hobbes um, no. videos? Uh, you got to look those up. When some point today, just look up David Diggs, Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, no problem. Obviously, totally unauthorized. You will fucking love it. Anyway, continue. Okay, so yeah, I have a fondness for, especially when I was a kid, like Sunday comic strips and all that stuff. But Peanuts. I never... Yeah, I oh god, I grew up with this amazing peanuts collection in a book that had belonged to like my uncle Pat when he was a kid. That book was the shit. It was so awesome. Peanuts um, are good. So yeah, I I enjoy it, but Dilbert was always just a certain flavor that was not I sort of filed Dilbert with like Pearls Before Swine a little bit, but Pearls Maxine, Before Swine can be funnier. Like Maxine Kathy? from the Kathy, Kathy for sure. Kathy was always just chocolate, down there chocolate, waiting chocolate. to suck. <laughs> just sitting at the bottom of the page waiting to suck. Who was it yeah. that said that? Oh, God, it's so apt. Or like Family Circus. No, no. I don't give a shit where Billy ran. Flip, turn the page, please. But you- the, oh, there is a newer kind of development since the internet that I love very much, which is Garfield without Garfield. Mm. It is so funny. Yes. And John is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) So like that's kind of messing with the form I like Mm -hmm. a lot. I think that's what appeals to me about Calvin and Hobbes aside from the plot, which is great. But the 
what the art that he did, the way he formatted his panels yeah. and things was just so incredible. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think also, if we're going to take anything from the Dilbert conversation, it's mm-hmm. that, uh, the next time we decide to add personal preference cards, we should just remember that when we're writing down somebody that sucks, that the conversation would probably summed up at this person sucks. Yeah. <laughs> But I I do like the talking about the Sunday comics. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, listen, cool. I'm happy to be here with you having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, did you identify particularly with any of the in your peanuts comic with any of the peanuts? Like, are you a pig pen or a Lucy or a peppermint I patty? I always wanted to be the peppermint patty, but I think truly I was a Lucy. Oh, I'm definitely a Lucy. Yeah. It's, uh, I wanted to be a little bit more chill than I actually am, I think. Also, Peppermint Patty, 100% gay, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Lesser. Yeah. Like, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a Lucy. Like the, mm, I mean, I, I guess in our defense, would you ever pull a football from somebody? I would not. No, I would not do that. I would, however, as a child, have set up a booth and taken real money. Yes, I would have done that. Very bad advice. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. I was very bossy. And I I went like this a lot. (laughs) Which you and I, in fact, that's really like. We built an empire upon that. We sure did. It's just just two Lucy's. Um, shouting about nothing, just shouting about nothing. Um, with but with pig pen energy. Yes, <laughs> if Lucy was pig pen. Oh my god. Uh, um. Also, I've got a little Linus, minus the Jesus. I like. I've got a little. Mm-hmm. I've got a little like. But I have feelings. I I feel like I've got a little Snoopy too. I feel like I oh, have you cool, definitely have. You're definitely cool. cool but um, I definitely am Lucy though, for real. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, we're Lucy's. Um, All right. That was we it. Did it. We did it. We did a whole seven minutes. That wasn't too shitty on a shitty theme. Yeah. Which feels but like I do a... think for the future, we can reserve the right to call a mulligan if we decide that it is absolutely necessary for the vibe. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think we should ever be like, no, we never want to talk about this thing at all. But I think right. vibe is important. And in this yes. case, we had like two real zingers. Yes. So I was fine with a like a meh, meh, kind of. Mm-hmm. I do think it is telling, though, that the one that we were like meh, was the one that we wrote. <laughs> <laughs> We should keep that in mind going forward. Although I guess when we wrote these, the idea was for the game and not for the what now, right? Like the the idea was we'd be laying our cards out on personal preference and one of them would be Dilbert. And then everybody would know Dilbert was last. Or maybe one of us just like really hates chickpeas. And that's how we find out somebody hates chickpeas is that they like chickpeas. They like Dilbert Dilbert. more than chickpeas. Exactly. Which never, I would never. Truly a very versatile food. Yes. In All fact, right. Neil is making something with them today. What's he making? He's making a pork shoulder that we're then going to be able to shred and serve with different things. And one of the things is like a root vegetable and chickpea, like tomato thing. Yeah. I'm also good. making a chickpea thing today, but it is just a very basic salad that we can eat this week mm-hmm. with things. It's not All right. Fancy. I guess. Hey, we- <laughs>
Here it is, our customary pretending that we just recorded whatever episode we just recorded. Classic. 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 Julie, Allison. I want to thank you for volunteering to help me with the end reel for this month. I mean, it's about fucking time. How long have we been doing this shit? And I'm always like, no. And now Here's I'm like, the thing. I really should. No, but you don't. You don't remember the times that you have done it, and it... It's terrible. It doesn't go well. (laughs) I'm just not good at it. It is not my strength. I bring many other very great strengths. You bring many great strengths. not one of them. You bring many great strengths. Uh, One of those strengths is uh, offering me emotional support while I say thank you to listening to this podcast. Uh, You're all great. We are honored by the fact that you let us climb in through your ears and set up shop inside your brains like um, syphilis. Whoa. Turn. Screwing on in there. Twist. That <laughs> was a fucking twist. You know, I do what I can. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash PodlanderCast on, and on Instagram at various Instagram handles. The easiest way to find all of those is to just go to at podlandercast uh that will allow you to jump around and see all of the other ones there's the potterston bridgecast one there's the Sickburn jane one there's the girls just want to solve crimes one there's probably another one i'm forgetting there's a podlander presents one i'm waving my arms like i'm a like i'm one of those things outside a car dealership um uh, you can also find us at podlandercast.com where you can get all kinds of fun information about the show and look at like a cute picture of us and all of that stuff. Uh, If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this show right now. We want to thank all of you for listening and for being dope as shit, but we especially want to thank our patrons. You can become one of those at patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast where you can support the show. Um, We literally could not make it without the support of our patrons. This shit is expensive, y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, You can join the Slack. You can get early access. You can get our bonus episodes. You can get what now? What now? We do live streams. We do this, we do that, but mostly Julie and I pull random topics and talk about them for seven minutes, and they are uh, funny. Ridiculous. Uh, They're especially funny when they're not funny. (laughs) Well, in hindsight, while they're happening, it's a little painful. It's painful. (laughs) It's true. Um, We want to thank all of our patrons. You make it possible for us to to just be the syphilis in your brain. (laughs) This metaphor continues to give. It's, yeah, just corkscrewing on through your nervous mm. system, baby. Uh, mm. So if you are one of our patrons, we cherish you. We love you. Um, we are so happy to be setting up shop inside your head. We want to thank all of you, but we especially want to offer our sincere gratitude to the following wonderful people. Rachel Ravel. Brenda! <laughs> Allison Every King. Time. Doc JWS. I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. Sydney Taylor. Maddie Perkins. Snazzingknack. Lisa Brienne. Julia Gulia, Kathleen Martini. Lauren Tennant. Kelsey Kemp. Emily Day. Betsy English. Caitlin Reddick. Tina Barnett. Nicole Rodriguez. Kristen Freckled Fury. Ham on those! <laughs> Nancy Drew and her donut was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Liz and Tinkerbell, Terry Welch, Rochelle LaFever, Amanda Smizozaza, Jerry Hertel, Emily, Emily Carlson, Amy Gustafson, Rachel Townsend, Kelly Mazella, Chantel Salters, Tara Lucchino, Fifth Pickles, a.k.a. Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Polkowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick, Kara Marlowe, Trish McCurry, Julie DeToy, Jen Lynn, Con- Can- Jen Lynn, Kelly Bodden, 
Amanda Newton, and Kiki the Wise. Kiki the, the Wise. wise. Uh, thank you all so much. We love you a whole ton. Um, you're the best. Nancy says hi. We um, uh, love you, etc. This show is produced by Allison Shoemaker and Julie Starbird. Edited by Julie Starbird. Other things by Allison Shoemaker. Our artwork is by Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura. Our hideous cover songs are all performed by Amelia, a.k.a. Ham on the Loose Bazell. <laughs> all of our podcasts are cool, and you can find out more about all of them at podlandercast.com. We'll be back next week with some nonsense of some kind or another. Bye. Bye. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Jesus Christ! It'll be fine. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. Really, big monster? Zero irony. We're surrounded by cavemen. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava! Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.